Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Welcome, DB peeps, to episode 130. It's been a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> day and night. Uh, An <laughs> hour. Night and day. Um, Sarah, welcome. Welcome this evening. Hi. How you been? I'm okay. Yeah? I'm a little bit in a fog, to be honest. Okay. But it could be the season. It could be the season, and I think we're going to talk about some reasons why we might be in the foggy season. Yep. Today we're going to talk about what's the deal with daylight savings. Yeah, I mean, I never thought we could, (laughs) like, talk about it that much, but, you know, it really is mind-boggling that we do this every year. And doesn't Twice it seem year. like as adults that it's even more like a Stupid. WTF? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why does why is this even a thing any longer? Mm-hmm. It makes me angry. It's more of like a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I do think it deserves some time <laughs> to like figure this shit out. Like it also deserves happening. A couple glasses of wine, I think. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna open this. Let's get to it. Okay. Um, it's called Day. Get it? I get it. Okay. <laughs> is Infidel. I hope everybody else gets it. Um, 2017 Zin from mm-hmm. Sonoma County. Um, and it is cellared and bottled by Aaron Jordan Wine Cellars. Yeah. Okay, so while you're opening, I bought this recently for $20 instead of the normal suggested oh. retail of $27. Oh, you're learning. I am learning. Sarah, I think oh. this cork is made of rock. <laughs> I'm having a little bit Muscle. of oh gosh. Okay. Wait, is it going in? Oh, I hear oh, it. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So this is not the first time I've had it. We actually, Sarah, went to a tasting. It was probably three years ago where it was mostly from the Fela wineries. And I, I love Fela wines. I swear the guy who was, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, I swear the guy who poured for us that night, his name was Brian, if I'm not mistaken, because I, I carried around that. I carried around his business card for a while. Okay. Well, thank you. So he poured a bunch of Fela wines, and Fela has vineyards both in California and Oregon, mm-hmm. but also this is a sort of, I don't want to say spinoff, but it's another project of Aaron Jordan's, and Aaron Jordan... It used to work for a lot of folks. Wow. And, wait, it's amazing. Oh, my God. That wakes you up. Oh, that is fragrant. Um, Joseph Phelps, he used to work for. He went to the Rhone Valley in this France. Is, this, is, this is ringing a bell. And he also worked for Turley. Oh. Who is okay. well known for their Zinfandel. Yes, they and are. So he loved making Zinfandel there, apparently, which is why he eventually, he founded Fela and then was like, I want to do a Zin project. And that's where day came about. All right. So let's, let's, let's cheers. Cheers, honey. Yeah. It's really fragrant. It's like blackberry. Ooh, it's good. It's been a while since I've had a good Zin. Oh, really? Wait, mm-hmm. and what's funny is Sarah and I recently went shopping for some upcoming winery. Wines. And I didn't buy Zin that day. We, I thought that we did. Did I? Oh, we did. We did. I thought we, we bought, bought a couple Zins. 
again, in a fog. It's possible. <laughs> They're all labeled in my <laughs> wine cellar. So, we, I mean, we also did buy a lot of wine that day. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's This does smell amazing. It smells, I feel like there's a hint of oak, at least a hint. Somewhat vanilla-y. So, it is 15.5% ABV, which is oh. typical for Zin being high alcohol content because they have a lot of sugars in the wine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sugars equals alcohol. If you ferment it dry. Exactly. Yep. So most Zin is going to be alcohol. It's going to be hot. As Boozy. We say. Boozy. Okay. So we've talked about this, but I just love... That we can't say this. So Zin is also known as Primitivo, which is like a cousin, mm-hmm. which is the Italian clone. Mm-hmm. But it actually originated in Croatia, which we've talked about, and we can never say the grape's name. So I'm going to play it. the audio here in a second because I can say that I can say part of it, but I can't say the whole thing. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. I'm not sure if that came through. Do it again. All right, one sec. Srodenak Kastelanski. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> so Everyone's awake. Srodenak Kastelanski. That's Zen. I'm going to stick with Zen. Okay. Okay. All right. But... It's always fun. It is fun. I think I just need someone to write it out phonetically for me because I get so confused about mm-hmm. all the consonants that are involved there. Um, yeah. Ooh, this it, it, it is a little boozy. Um, it is, but it's bright, but it finishes with a ta- with tannin. So that's a, So what's interesting is that I don't find this to be particularly jammy. No, it's not. Like, you know, I feel, I believe that a lot of the style of a lot of Zinfandel from California, and perhaps it's just from more central California, mm-hmm. tends to be super jammy and super, yes. just a lot of stuff. This actually, I mean, I've only had one sip, but I think it's it's a little bit lighter than some of that, but still has, oh, there's the heat, still has some body to it, has some, has Lots of flavor, mm-hmm. but it is not as in your face, kick you on your ass, jammy. No, I got blueberry. Mm. So on the nose, I feel like it's yeah. like baked blueberry pie almost. But ooh, ooh, ooh. There's it's a, an aftertaste that there is. I don't know if I love like the aftertaste. Needles. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's bright, and then it kind of finishes a little bit different. Rosemary? I don't know. It's it's something. It's something. It's something. Is Uh, it bitter? Coffee, maybe. I don't uh, know. I I mean, this does have a good acidity level. That's for sure. Yeah. So, anyways, well, um, so we're keeping it brief on Zinfandel. Yeah. We're 2,000 cases made. That's not a Mm -hmm. ton. I always see this wine, though. I feel like I don't know, but I never. Buy it. So thank you. Oh, okay. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I don't know how widely available the Zinfandel is or this particular one, but Day has, like, they make a bunch of other ones. Oh, so maybe that's what it yeah, is. Maybe it's, I just it's a more see. common label, I think, because there are actually a lot of wines that they make from single estate vineyards. 
But th- I don't believe that that's what this is because this is Sonoma County. So I think this kind of covers a lot of their their vines. Uh, and Got gets, it. Gets, I was just going to say dumped, but it gets put into this single wine. There's not a ton of information on their website, and I couldn't find the specs, like the tech specs oh. um, posted. So they do still sell this off of their website. Do but- we know why they call it day? No. That's kind of interesting. I, I agree. I like the label a lot. Oddly enough, it's a dark label, but I feel like it stands out because I think most labels these days have this like white, at least trim or something of that nature. Yeah. This is just dark and has big, bold colors in the center. Just very, very little bit. All right. So Sarah, Daylight Savings this year in 2022 is March 13th. Fall back, spring I mean, at least. So, okay. It's like, here's the problem. In the spring, you're so excited to have like more daylight, right? Like, uh huh. You're excited to up spring. and at them. Yeah, you're excited. You're excited Are you to a morning spring person, ahead, Sarah. No, I'm. I know you're not, not a morning person. <laughs> I only am when I need to be, which is now every day. <laughs> I mean, I have to be because I'm an adult. <laughs> That's not true. Some adults do not wake up in the morning. I mean, I have to wake up and work. You know. Some people I can tell you my shifts. dog, though, will oh. sleep till 11 a.m. That dog's hilarious. Really? He's like a teenager. He is. And, like, sometimes okay. I actually have a video of trying to wake him up <clears throat> and, like, get him out of the house at 7 a.m. And he was, like, so upset. So mad. Oh, He's no. He's not a morning Winston. puppy. So, yeah, no, normally I'm not. But anyways, I – you, like, get excited for – spring ahead because you're gonna have longer days and i'm i function better in the evening and at night most of the time okay but so when it's lighter out later in the evening it's better for you for me yeah it's great but then you lose an hour that night and it just throws you off right and then fall back you're like great the days are That's getting the shorter worst. it's the worst but you gain an hour that day and you, you're like That's it doesn't nice. feel like it yeah no matter what it doesn't feel like it we used to go out to the bars because you'd oh, get an extra smart. hour of bar time. Ah, to be young. Right? <laughs> but I'm no longer 23, so, you know. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so, you know, we deal with this all the time. But what is so funny to me is that, and I never really gave too much thought of it, not everybody celebrates or honors. Yeah. Little Tannic? Yes. What's going on? It's oddly tannic for a zin. <laughs> Wait. But- I, may, I'm not sure if it's even tannins. I think it's acidity. There is something at the end. Did you just chew your wine or no? Um, maybe. You're not getting it? I'd say it's high high acidity for but it's, sure. It's, I guess it's... I don't think it's high ta- tannin. I think it's medium tannin. I think it's l- less fruity than I you typically... Well, again, um, it it's not jammy, so it's not fruit in your face. Which I usually don't like Zen that's fruit in your face. But I like this. And it's not, well, I don't know. I guess I just contradicted myself. <laughs> I like this, um, but it's not what I really like. No, I, It's different yeah. than what you normally like. And different is not always bad. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the, the there's something on the end that I'm mm. not a huge fan of. Yeah. So that means that you just need to keep drinking. Exactly. And not Maybe stop. Maybe it just needs to open up. Don't we always say that? <laughs> but 
We do normally say yeah. that. We need so We And actually, because this is such a powerful wine, it probably makes sense to let it aerate and let it open up, which we did not use an aerator for this. No, we didn't. So I think we'll see this evolve. I think we also say that too. I think we'll see this evolve in the glass over the course of our podcast. But Okay, so we talked about like when it is daily savings time, whatever. So why, do you know why we do it? Because I, I heard of something to do. I mean, I'm not even looking at whatever notes we have. Okay. But I remember that it had something to do with farmers. Yes. Is that true? That's partly true. Okay. So, yes, you're you're right. So that is like when you have an agricultural society. Actually, I'm going to cut. I will save that for a second. I'm going to go back to some, to some other people who actually propose this legitimately for like nations to to take. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ben Frank. He first proposed daylight savings in 1784 because he did some mathematical calculations and determined that waking up earlier in the summer would conserve candles and also save money. Apparently, candles were a significant cost back then. Why in the summer? Well, because think about it, in the winter when it's darker, it's shorter days anyway, so you really can't do anything with it. But in the summer, like if you if it's lighter longer into the evening, people don't need to use as many candles because they're gonna be going to bed when the sun goes down. Okay. That is a song. I don't know your day and night song, but I know when the sun goes down. Anyway. So Ben Franklin, seventeen eighty four. He proposed it. It did not get picked up, obviously. Mm-hmm. It took over a century later in 1895. In New Zealand, some other guy, some astronomer and entomologist, proposed changing the clocks by two hours each spring. Now, it doesn't say to go back, but it does say to go forward two hours each spring. But he was for more of a selfish reason because he collected bugs. And wanted more daylight to collect bugs and inspect them. Seriously? I would say, why the F can you just not wake up at the ass crack of dawn? Or before dawn yourself, sir. Why does everybody else have to do this for you? Yeah. I mean, no. That's so stupid. Yeah. Basically, New Zealand was not cool with it. So they didn't pass it either. Mm-hmm. But in Britain in 1907, another dude, a builder, also suggested changing the clocks would help save energy. And again, to, to like back then, and I think this this energy thing is still an argument made today. Mm-hmm. Back then, I feel like it makes sense. Today, not so much. Right. But there is an argument. If it's light or dark out, people are still going to work and operate according to the clock. But Duh. no one's like... um. Yeah, you have to work nine to five in the in the winter and eight to four in the summer. Yeah. No one says that. No. And if you do, then Or whatever. Backwards. Let us know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so in the regular world in the regular world, what well, time is time. I think a lot of people it, it doesn't matter whether it's light light out, dark out, bl- flurrying out, like whatever. It doesn't matter. You are according to a time schedule. And I think a lot of that came to be what I read was with mass transit, right? So you had to have timetables and time schedules for your trains and your buses and whatever. But in the agricultural world, which is what you mentioned about the farming, that actually, 
they required those extra hours of daylight actually impacted their work and their ability to farm. And so, because when it's dark out, they can't really do a whole heck of a lot, right? Right. So that is, I think, a reason why that carries much more significance. why don't people just adjust their sleeping schedule? I don't know. And I... I, I don't know. Like if you want more daylight, wake up earlier. Well, I agree. I or wake up I later. Could, I mean, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an argument. Not that I strongly believe in it, but devil's advocate here is that that's true. You can adjust your own hours, but what if like the businesses that you need to to access or the resources you need to utilize are not available at those times? But if you're farming. But I'm just saying, if we weren't going to do this for other people, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what people do for jobs these days. But anyway, so that is that is part of the reason why. And they also figured that people want more daylight beyond their general 9 to 5 work day. And so if it's daylight longer, like, cool, you're going to have more fun. Energy consumption is theoretically decreased as the need for lighting and heating goes down because of the increased daylight. And then, although that is heavily debated, and then most people aren't actually awake before 5 a.m. when the sun rises in summer anyway. And so if we adjust the clocks, no one's at a loss. You know what I mean? If we move it forward to 4 a.m. I mean, we spring forward. Dude, I'm backwards. I can't, <laughs> I can't flip-flop and hip-hop. I, this is... Yeah, but if we didn't move it back to begin with. I agree. <laughs> it's like, I agree. Okay. Also, when when you're... T- okay. I feel like you guys can really understand what our opinions are about this. But serious question, or I will fully admit to our listeners and to Sarah, I never know when I write emails and I'm trying to... I mean, I'm on Central... We're on Central, right? But most of the people I work with on Eastern Time, I always write E.T. Do I have to start writing E.S.? I never know when to say E.S.T. because I never know what daylight savings is versus standard time versus who the fuck cares. It's whatever the time is in that time zone. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just always put E. I always put the S. You do? Yeah, but maybe I'm not. Well, I feel it like right. it, we're not supposed to. Really? Just based on this, from what I could see, because daylight savings time is DST. Shit, now I don't know. My mind is like broken. Because, like, if you do CST, then it would be Central Standard Time or Central Savings Time? Standard Time. Motherfucker. <laughs> It's standard time. See, this is why I just dropped the S. It doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit because we're all operating on the same. Yeah, it's standard time. Oh, my God. Not savings time. I can't deal with this. Okay. But yes. Okay. So, Sarah, (laughs) our brains hurt from thinking about this. Oh, my God. So, but not every, (laughs) not all countries participate, right? Yes. But, like, who doesn't? So, apparently countries close to the equator and far from the equator because there's little change for daylight for them oh okay that okay further from the equator they're in a dark hole of black hole anyway so So it doesn't doesn't really matter okay so it's mostly the northern hemisphere actually which is us because we're stupid right but there's a lot of people who used to do it and don't anymore i think like south america yeah it looks like it and then also asia 
Yeah. Okay. So and Australia. I think, and Antarctica? I think, <laughs> well, all these people who are changing, like, why? I mean, we should. What are the reasons that we should? Oh why not? Because I can right, give you my change. reasons. Okay. I can give you my reasons. Hang on a second. Because there is one thing. It's confusing. Well, yeah. For everyone, especially kids and animals. Like, yes, I can firsthand attest to the fact that babies don't give a shit about. And think about all the animals out there. Like, they're probably like so confused. I think it's probably more so for pets than it is. Actually, no, I take it back. I was just going to say no, that for yeah. other animals. But if you're in a zoo, you are fed according to a timetable. No, like, there's a lot of things. Like, I oh, feel like shoot. animals are probably like, what? The, what is happening? But yes, pets too. They pets have feelings. And babies are like, uh, what's going on? Okay, and I'm like, what's going on? So there's all these reasons because everyone's confused. But okay, let's get into the real reasons because I'm just blabbing now. One of the pros is that it's lighter out, which means it's safer out. So theoretically, well, I guess fewer people get struck by vehicles when they're walking. That's good. There's a decreasing crime, especially robberies and burglaries. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know what that when that data is from, but I feel like nowadays it doesn't matter because people are um, ruthless. Yes and no. I feel like I definitely think there's less crimes in the daytime. Did you ever hear about back in God? What year was it? Two thousand fourteen to fifteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, in particular, because I was living downtown, or I was working downtown. Oh, God, this might have been earlier. This might have been like 2010, 2011. They called them flash mobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not dancing flash mobs, like yeah. the fun thing. It's these kids would go up and just like jack someone in the face and steal their iPhone or something. Yes. Like yes. while they were walking or riding a bike or something. Yeah, but I think but I think in general. I'm not yeah. saying that crime doesn't happen during the day. No, but I, I do that's, think in okay. general like people don't want to be seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's true. So um I think it also from I having again sort of been a runner <laughs> A more yeah. serious runner at some point. It is nicer during the summer to have that extra daylight because then you can go for an evening run and it not be pitch black because that is a somewhat terrifying thing too. And like you can take your kids for a walk. They can play outside. You can take your dog for a walk when you yeah. get home from work. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many things you can do that you can't. you just can't do in the winter because it's dark at 4 o'clock. I mean, even grilling late into the evening and having a little get-together is nicer when it's lighter out. Yes. All right, what else? I mean, I think that covers outdoor activities, too, because that's another big thing. I mean, it is a little bit weird sometimes in the summer when it's like 9 o'clock and it's still light out. I remember being a kid and being like, why do I have to go to sleep? Oh, yeah. It's like still light out. Kid logic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, and like my mom would come in and like close all the blinds and she's like you have to go to sleep now and i'm like it makes no sense there is light outside maybe that's when blackout curtains were invented when someone some parent got so pissed off at their kid for asking that they were yeah. like we're blacking out your exactly windows. also like if you think about pedestrians walking at night you know at, you think people like especially in cities and stuff four five o'clock i mean everyone's still out and about oh yeah like i'm sure there's more crashes and like well so that's that's one of the things in one of the major cons and there's been research conducted 
that it says that there are more fatal car crashes after daylight savings. I think actually specifically the week or two right after daylight savings time. Because people aren't used to it. Because people aren't used to it. They're real drowsy. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. Uh, it does make you more tired. It definitely does. But I think it was a study out of the University of Colorado Boulder. And it was it was a long period of data, like 1996 to I think it was like 2010, something like that. They they determined that fatal car crashes increased by 6% the week following daylight savings. And that those towns or cities that were right along like the the cusp of a time zone, they actually, it was an even higher percentage of increase of fatal car crashes. But they also didn't look at just like regular car crashes in general. And so they do expect that to have gone up as well. Um, but either way, like an increase... In fatal car crashes, it's pretty significant, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, that is very significant. So, so is are we thinking of changing it? Do you know? So, th- I think that there's been a lot of traction on trying to change it. There are states, like, I don't think Indiana does it. I don't think, and Arizona does not. Okay, so I didn't think Indiana did it either, but they do. So, is it just certain sections of the state? Because the state is cut in between, in yes, half or something, yes. the time zones. No, I think it's just that they have different time zones or something, but they didn't observe daylight savings time until 2006. So the majority of Indiana is in the eastern time zone, but some of it is in the central time zone. So that's the confusing part. Yes. Yeah. Um, How sucky would it be if you, like, lived on one side and worked <laughs> on the other side? What the hell, man? It's, like, really confusing. That would piss me off. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of states, it seems like, that are, like, trying, trying to, to get rid of it. Get, get rid of this. But, Sarah, did you notice some of them? So, actually, Alabama is one that actually did pass it. Okay. As of August last year. But there are many, many that have put it through year after year or i mean very very recently but and it makes it through like really far down mm-hmm. but they then it, it doesn't it just dies it dies um so is it just like somewhere in the legal process that it doesn't pass is that what happens it seems to be like it's it's a mix between from what i from what i saw when i when i breezed through this it was like either the house or the senate just decides to shoot it down like mm. it passes everywhere else and it's like i think people are just too afraid to like cut the cord or pull the plug or whatever okay so my favorite is so i have i'm going to cover the state we're in and then my my home state my this is hilarious because <laughs> wisconsin apparently tried in 2017 to eliminate it. How did I not know about this? I don't know. They said at, there was a bunch of social media backlash and even calls from upset relatives that scrapped the plan. And I, that makes me laugh. I'm like, what, where were they calling from? Nobody else? Just like, the relatives. The relatives? Like, oh, you have grandma calling from, like, <laughs> California? or like, Can't what? piss off grandma. Or, like, I'm sorry, like, are they calling from, like, other place, uh, places in Wisconsin? Like, what's happening? Um... And then one of the representatives just said, this would just be a lot better if we just stayed on daily savings time. So apparently the relatives screwed it over in Wisconsin. Okay, Michigan yeah. is interesting 
because they passed a bill last April in 2021 to move to year-round daylight savings time as long as Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania also did it. Wait, shut up. So this was sent to the Senate. The most recent update is from November here, and they hadn't voted yet, so I don't know what's going on with that. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm probably going to be wrong. But did you consider that those are all the states that are along the Great Lakes? Pennsylvania's not. Yeah. Is it? Oh, Ohio, yeah. No, wait. Ohio is. Pennsylvania's. Yeah. There's like a right around the edge, isn't it? Uh, I don't know which which lake it is, but... I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't it know. It like rounds out. It's like a weird corner piece, I think. I gotta look this up. All right. That is my... That's my hypothesis. That that is why Michigan did it. it. Michigan's also... Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio. Pennsylvania, what? no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Damn it. Yeah. No. <sighs> okay, my hypothesis was proven wrong. All right. <clears throat> Thanks, science. Michigan just doesn't want to... Just doesn't want to go out, be the leader. I think they're too interconnected, right? Because Michigan's out there, and there's a lot of people who, like, live in Michigan... But, like, work in Ohio, at least in Detroit, Toledo's right there. Or, like, if you think about, like, Indiana and Michigan border. Now, I don't know why, I guess Wisconsin and Michigan border, too, in the UP. So maybe they just didn't want to, like, mess with their bordering states. Although they don't really border because Illinois. It, because there's a lot of commuting. It, honestly, it's not that far. Like, people, like, Traverse City, like, people could theoretically live and work in either Traverse City and Illinois and just cross those borders, and that could be problematic. Yeah, Maybe that's know. why. I don't know. Well, don't know. so what I think is interesting is that there are a ton of states who have put forward the proposition to do away with mm-hmm. this time change. But what I found even more interesting is that not everybody wants to go to daylight savings time. Some states have made their proposal to stay in standard time and i wonder if because there's that variation if that would fuck up the time zones i don't know know because i'm not sure so 1966 is when congress passed this uniform time act to standardize time within the zones that are that we have today so i'm not sure i'm not sure if like it'd have to be another law you know and so apparently they, really, they yeah. extended daylight savings times by four weeks in mm, 2005. Mm-hmm. That makes me so mad. Wait, no, I thought it was 2007. Oh, this is 2005. That went from, it was in April and then it got pushed back to March. But it was all because they wanted to save energy. And then the U.S. Department of Energy basically said that the total electric save, electricity savings benefits was relatively small. Yeah. And it was like... Nothing like point well, zero three percent of the total, which is ridiculous. Energy consumption, right? I mean, honestly, given today's society, there's electricity for everything. I mean, our computers, our phones, our everything. Like we use so much electricity, it's it's insane. Right. Just going back to some of the other cons. I mean, because I think that that one right there is it tends to be cited as an argument for daylight savings, but realistically, it it's a moot point because it's actually not that significant. Well, also because the point was that like. They thought you're that you're gonna save energy because the use of lighting's gonna drop, but there's more demand for heating and cooling. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I understand that. Right. Yeah. Like it gets cold. 
Yeah, it does get fucking cold. Let's get out of this cold. It just seems silly and archaic to keep it going, but I think that there are perhaps some other things to consider. One thing that I found particularly astounding is that, and I honestly didn't think about it because I guess I'm, I don't pay attention to it, but cities actually incur costs for safety campaigns around daylight savings. Hmm. So there was one article that we found that mentioned that New York City in 2016 spent $1.5 million on campaigns for safety around the time change. $1.5 million. That's insane. Isn't it? Although maybe like, it's not as much as we think. Well, I I don't know. Regardless, that seems significant. And just think about if that $1.5 could go towards parks mm-hmm. or the transit system. Mm-hmm. I honestly had never thought about it. Maybe because here in the Midwest, they don't give a fuck about our safety. No, I'm kidding. But I... I think that that's something that I didn't expect. But there's also the added cost for employers because due to the time change, particularly right afterwards, people are less productive. And so you're paying these people their salaries or their hourly wages, but they're not quite doing as much work because they're so fucking tired because of losing the hour. It's true. It also can increase heart attack risk. That's crazy. I don't know what that's about. And I, I read somewhere else stroke too. Increased increased. I don't understand stroke. the correlation there. Is it because well, don't they say, I mean, I'm just thinking about work schedules and like having to do like nights and everything. It fucks up your circadian rhythm. Yeah, but one hour, one night. No, I hear you on that. Like, because another another concept. Wait. Some people never adjust to time change, resulting in decreased quality of life and health issues. Okay, that's a little dramatic. I agree. That seems I a mean, little excessive. Seasonal affective disorder because of shorter winter evenings, that I can understand. Because like that's a thing. But can I ask, is it because of shorter winter evenings or is it just because it's winter? I think it's and both. It's just dark. I think I think the less daylight in general, whether it's winter or summer, it does affect people. But isn't that is ir- yeah, is isn't that irrespective of daylight savings? It wouldn't matter if it was daylight savings or not. It would still but be it, darker. But it wouldn't be as dark. Do you know what I mean? You'd have an extra hour of daylight if we didn't have daylight savings time in the winter. Yes, they'd be shorter days, but still, you still would have more daylight. Hmm. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I just, I'm really having a hard time seeing, uh, in our list, the cons far outweigh (laughs) the problems. I feel like I need to protest this. But I'm so tired from daylight savings and winter that I don't know if I have the energy to. (laughs) Don't. I can't. I just can't. So, So, I mean, maybe, Sarah, moral of the story, let's move closer to the equator. So that there's so many reasons year round. Yeah, it's funny to me. Or maybe me, Michigan will save us all. I don't maybe. know. At least us in the Midwest. I am surprised to see that like Alabama recently did something. Arizona hasn't done it, but there are so many states. It seems like every single state is making Hawaii doesn't do it. Oh yeah, that's right too. It, there's some other random state as well, if I'm not mistaken. But it, it just seems that there are so many folks who just want. 
there's a huge effort. And it seems to me if people are putting in this many man hours to move these things forward to the appropriate channels, why can't we just nix it? Yeah. Especially if we look at this map that that we found. It is primarily us on all the continents. It is North America. Yeah, North America. <laughs> it is North America. I was like, did something just happen? I brain glitch. Okay. Uh, it is North America. <laughs> I guess Europe too. That's fine. Whatever. But the two of us really are the only ones keeping this thing going. Yeah, we and just need to I just let go. don't see. Just let go. The rest of the world is let like, go. what are you doing? Yeah. Let it go. There you go. There's another song. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't continue singing, but yeah, obviously you guys know how we stand on it. I I would imagine that most people that are listening to this probably also feel the same way. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're missing something. Oh, wait, sorry. I have to tell you something else that I thought was really funny. Experts, you know, because like this change in time, it's like jet lag a little bit. Yeah. Right? And you know, jet lag fucking sucks. Experts recommend prioritizing your sleep in the days leading up to the DST transition to help your body ease into the time change. No one's going to do that. Because guess what? You still have to fucking work. No one's going to do your that. Your regular hours. You can't adjust for that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Sorry. Oh I thought God. that was like really kind of funny. And this is funny. Let's go back to our wine. Yes. Let's. You pour it. Thank you for pouring a little extra. No problem. We needed some... A little addition to the glass. Mm. By the way, we didn't talk about the color, but it's kind of like ruby. Mm-hmm. It's it seems like a pretty deep color. It's to inky. Me. Yeah, a little bit. It's got ink. Um, honestly, it's a lot more savory now for me. I'm getting some herbs, which is weird for a zen. Tell me. So this is what I want. To, this is what I want to identify. The last few wines that I've had personally, uh huh. I've picked up like oregano and. Mm-hmm. Pine needles, which I know I said at the beginning of our episode, yeah. I feel like the lingering flavor is something like pine needles or or even rosemary, like dried rosemary. Honestly, um, I think there's a tiny bit of mint. I don't think I get mint. It's got like a zest that's minty to me at the end. Maybe that's why I was puckering up. Maybe. It definitely, actually, now that it now that it, we've let it open up a little bit, <laughs> it is seemingly less acidic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. It seems that the flavors have melded, and it does on occasion feel a little boozy, but I don't think it's an overwhelming bruiser, as some might describe Zinfandel. You know, no. didn't we take, we've taken some wine glasses where they're like, oh, this one's a bruiser, and it's like, do I want to drink a bruiser? No, and I, it's, it's honestly not that zinny to me. Does that make sense? Is it more primitivo-y to you? No. Because primitivo It does has... have more herbaceous flavors mm-hmm. like primitivo does. I guess I would say that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it's thought-provoking a little bit for a zen. As she says with her thumb and yes. forefinger on her chin. Yes, thought-provoking if everyone could see me. But thank God you can't because I am... <laughs> So tired because of daylight savings time. (laughs) So. Just prepping. Just prepping. Exactly. I think it could probably age a little bit. I bought a couple bottles of this. Hmm. But 
you know, I think that this is this is one of those minds where I think sometimes Zinfandel can knock you on your butt and really can go to your head without food. I think that this one could it it could stand well. It does stand well on its own. Sands like a meal. Agreed. But I think that this Zinfandel is can pair well with some interesting wine or interesting foods, if I'm not mistaken. I agree, yeah. Maybe some like mushroom risotto. But like You got risotto in your mind? I made risotto uh, last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. I took that cooking class mm-hmm, for risotto, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zinfandel is one of those wines that actually pairs well with vegetables. I just said that weird. Vegetables. <laughs> I think I missed the G. I don't know. Jamie's brain is like <laughs> malfunctioned twice. She, she doesn't Wait. know what hemisphere we're in. I'm, or... yeah, I'm going to take a minor. No, continent. That's it. It says here that you could pair it with roasted tomato. Oh, See, delicious. that's what I was thinking risotto. Because mm. the tomato. I know, because yeah. you got tomato in yours. Red peppers, caramelized onion. Oh, that sounds delicious. Roasted squash, apricot. Mm, figs no. i could see figs okay i don't i don't like eat apricots i like i love really. them it's also middle eastern thing to have like a lot of dried apricots um, around okay but i like I know fresh ones too, too and figs yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it's lots of things it's yeah. good it's good but you know enjoy it in the day or night also for California's in, I think this is very reasonably priced. Oh, even yeah. If you, even if you were to pay the suggested retail. Oh, forgot to mention, guys. The one, I guess, kind of cool thing about this particular wine. Okay, maybe I am feeling the alcohol. Is that Wine Spectator rated in 2021, rated this this wine, 2017, Days Infidel, as the highest Red wine, $30 and under mm. for the entire year. That's, That's impressive. That is significant, yeah. my friends. We've had, a lo- we've had a lot of wines on this, on this podcast that are under $30, I think. And I don't think we've ever had this accolade, ever. I don't think so either. So, wow. uh, you know, I think that that, I, again, I do think that this could possibly age a little bit longer. I think Zinfandel tends to be one of those that you could age for like, what, five to 10 years, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think much, much, much longer than that. But um, yeah, I just think that that is so interesting. That is super interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, cellar five to ten years and decant for thirty minutes. What? There you go. Okay, I didn't even read. I don't even know where that is. Okay, there you go. You know your stuff, girl. Oh, decant for thirty minutes. Well, guess what? We let this yes. open up for thirty minutes, yep. and it has it has improved and changed flavors. I also think this would be really good with pizza. You know what? Actually, I think you're right, uh, and I think. Even the whole notion that Zinfandel would pair well with roasted tomato, Sangiovese is typically like my go-to yeah. varietal for pizza. But I think you're right. I think in particular this wine, because for California yes. Zins, in particular I feel most this California one, Zins wouldn't necessarily work. But agreed. All right. Well, I'm gonna cheers to hopefully not having to change my clock twice a year at some point in my lifetime at some point in our lifetime hopefully we have long lives but also sleep well guys thanks for joining guys cheers cheers 
Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at dbpcheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, so send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time. Cheers Cheers from from the the girls of DBP. DBP.